still have to make sure you look like a reputable brand. Um, it's so many, just like I said, it's the same process as starting your very own business and touching a product. It's just you're avoiding overhead. And I think because people are missing that inventory step, they're kind of going into it thinking, hey, I can just, you know, have fun and do bare minimum and I'll still make the sales. But it's still very much ran like an actual business where you have to do everything else. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where living in intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I'm your host, Tayani Tellis, and today's episode is... Start drop shipping with the queen of marketing, La La Day. Now, before we get into today's episode, this podcast is sponsored by Intentional Investments. The Profit Blueprint registration is now open, guys. If you're a current business owner seeking assistance with making money every day or exceeding revenue goals for your business, registration is now open for the Profit Blueprint. During this two-day training, you will learn how to set your business up for success, learn tactics to profit off your clients' pain points, and create a conversion funnel to keep your clients purchasing and sending you referrals. This training is open to the first 10 people, and you can secure your space today online at www.intentionallyposh.com. Now, Lala J turned her $113 foot locker check into a six-figure e-commerce business. Join us as we discuss how drop shipping has changed many lives and how to successfully market your business. Hey, girl, hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am good. So let's just get right into it. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your journey into entrepreneurship and how you turned your $113 check into a six-figure business? Okay. So um, initially I was a – I was actually in high school when I started kind of figuring about um, figuring out about entrepreneurship and just kind of making an extra income along from alongside from working a job. So I want to say my junior or senior year in high school, um, I was working for a store called Foot Locker, and I end up um, every year they do like a fifty, um, almost like every season they'll do a fifty, and the fifty is pretty much where. You get 50% off the entire store, all the Jordans, all the shoes, all the apparel. Um, And so when the 50 was coming around, I was kind of like oblivious to how people were doing it initially. But then I started kind of seeing like my other coworkers, um, they'll have friends buy certain shoes or they might like put some stuff on hold and they might charge them a little bit more um, than the 50% off price. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to, you know, I need to start dibbling and dabbling in that myself. So I started buying, like, a whole bunch of shoes um, on the 50. I would buy, like, all of what I kind of like myself, um, things that I felt like other people would like, and I started putting them on this app called Macari. And then from Macari, um, I want to say that was kind of like my first um, Foot Locker paid, um, but with the headliner being $113, as you know, it was not that much to take care of what I felt like I needed um, at that time of being a senior in high school. So 
it would bring me, you know, just maybe a couple thousand dollars, just depending on how I worked it. Um, but going into my freshman year of college is when I decided to just go full-fledged um, into entrepreneurship. And that was just pretty much me being on campus. Um, I was, you know, going through some things in a relationship and had some issues. And I will never forget the conversation I had with my mom. And she was just telling me all about just passion and purpose and understanding what I was actually there for. She just kept telling me, you know, don't just be there just to be in school. Kind of, you know, figure yourself out. Take that time to really figure yourself out and get to know your likes and dislikes and where you see yourself going in a career. And um, I was coming back from winter break. Um, There was an issue with her paying my car note because we had made this agreement. And school was just, it was a burden when it came to working. So, I kind of fell on hard times, um, didn't really have enough to kind of make up for what my car payment was, which was $333, I will never forget. And I was like, oh, my God, she is going to let my car get repossessed. She is a real mom. She was, like, going crazy on me, um, very traditional. She was like, I don't know what you're going to do, but you're going to have to figure it out because I am done. You was not about to ride my coattail no more. Um, so I was like, i got to make some more money. And so at that time, um, I was very, like, into hair myself. I wouldn't say too much, but I like my hair to be done when I like it to be done. Um, And I like um, hair extensions. I like, you know, Brazilian and things like that, raw hair. So I started kind of just paying attention to the demographic that was around me. And I'm like, okay, well, if I'm having an issue, you know, driving that far out to get here because I was at uh, West Georgia at the time, somebody else could be having that same issue. So just kind of connecting the dots with the crowd of people who I was around and what I felt like um, their consumer needs were. And then from there I came back from my winter break. That's when she was, like, going crazy on me and, oh, I'm not going to pay your car note anymore. And by the time school had actually started um, to get back into, you know, the winter – I mean, not the winter classes, but the spring semester – I had went ahead, and I want to say within a week, I had started, like, running the business. So just within that week alone, I had went ahead and sourced the vendor. Um, I had went ahead and made my own website at the time because I did not have any money. Um, My birthday was I got dropped from Foot Locker System on my birthday, which was in November. It takes them a month to release your last and final check. So by the time I was actually getting back into school and I seen that last final check of $113, I was like, I have to get something going ASAP. So I kind of just, you know, threw some money here, threw some money there, um, paid for my domain name, went through the process of getting everything um, somewhat certified to get the business up and running and just looking reputable enough for it to, um, for me to, like, get some orders on the website. And then from there, um, I just went ahead and launched it. And a lot of people say, you know, well, how do, especially me being a marketer now, a lot of people wonder um, about social media and, you know, how did you get sales uh, with drop shipping and not having the product? And I had no followers at all. I literally had rebuilt my Instagram page. Um, word of mouth was one of the biggest things that I was like, you know, kind of just standing on and then also just mainly doing things myself, um, one by one, just talking to people, letting people know that I did have hair on campus, um, not on campus, but I did have hair available, how they could order it, things of that sort. Um, I was reaching out to people on Twitter. I was posting it on Macari. Um, It was literally like an around-the-clock job for me at that point. Um, 
hair kind of died down because, like I said, I'm not really into hair. Um, and being a marketer, I like to believe that hair does require a certain lifestyle from whoever is going to run and operate the business um, or just be the face of the brand. So once I kind of made enough in here and saved enough, I decided to go into apparel. Um, and then from apparel, it just – I kept switching it by the season because drop shipping is definitely – season-based items. Um, it's not something that I tell people to try to capitalize off of with one product because it's really just based off of what consumers need at a specific time. Um, and it could be very small products. It could be very large products, um, whatever the case may be. It could be general. It could be niche. Um, but from there, I kind of just niche my way into drop shipping and around drop shipping. And then from there, I became a distributor, which then led me into marketing. Yes, I love it. I love it. So, I mean, you touched on um, a specific point that brings me to my next question. So, for our listeners that are now new, you know, to the dropshipping world, can you really explain what dropshipping is? So, dropshipping is pretty much, I like to say that you are a personal shopper for your own business. Um, so, the fulfillment process is pretty much where you have a, you have source a vendor or a manufacturer um, who offers the product that you want to give your clients, your customers, or whoever you are looking to sell product to, and they are also going to ship it. Um, so, you avoid overhead at all costs. Um, they house the product, so you will never, ever have to touch inventory unless you wish to do so. Um, um, but like I said, just kind of thinking of it from a personal shopper standpoint, whatever it is that your clients or target audience want, um, and just based off of what the market is selling, you pretty much just pick an item um, or offer an item, like I said, based off of everybody else likes, um, and then you offer it on your website. And then when they come to you to get that item, no, you do not have the item, um, you'll just go through whoever your fulfillment manufacturer or vendor is, and they will handle everything on the back end. So your only job as a drop shipper literally is to market that item, and that is it. Yes, I love it. So now um, I know you are all things marketing, and, you know, I just love it because that's my industry as well. So mm -hmm. when it comes to the drop shipping world, um, what is one thing you see a lot of businesses do wrong intentionally or unintentionally when it comes to actually marketing their business? I think one of the biggest issues is that people do not – I know a lot of people think they are marketing, but people kind of leave it at just posting. Um, and with dropshipping, you cannot just post because, for one, you don't have that product. Um, a lot of people also, because you don't – everybody doesn't physically want to touch the product, um, especially with samples and things like that, and you trying to avoid spending um, – however much money it could be to actually invest into starting a small business. Um, a lot of people don't do samples, so they'll find images or, you know, they'll kind of find sample images of the product and they just leave it at, hey, I posted the product on social media, that's it. I haven't gotten any sales. Um, or I know a lot of people are using the Shopify platform to where, you know, they are building really great product catalogs. However, they're not really putting enough effort into it on the end of presentation. So I think that presentation is definitely one of them. Um, and then just product catalog development being, I definitely would say, another strong point. Um, not a strong point, but just another um, bump in the road that a lot of people come across when it comes to marketing because a lot of people think that it's literally just find the product that people like and then upload it or offer it on my website. Um, they're not thinking that 
even though it's a drop shipping store and you're avoiding so many different things um, that a small business might have to run into or they might have to deal with, you still have to go through that process and respect that process as this is still a small business. So you still have to make sure that your logo is right. You still have to make sure that colorism is right. You still have to make sure that your website looks the way that it needs to look. Um, you still have to make sure you look like a reputable brand. Um, it's so many just, like I said, it's the same process as starting your very own business and touching a product. It's just you're avoiding overhead. And I think because people are missing that inventory step, they're kind of going into it thinking, hey, I can just, you know, have fun and do bare minimum and I'll still make the sales, but it's still very much ran like an actual business where you have to do everything else. Girl, you are speaking like hella knowledge right now. Um, <laughs> just, you know, even seriously from just listening to you, um, I spoke about this at the Trailblazer conference as well. Like when marketing a business, people really don't understand that it's the beginning and the end of your business. So it doesn't stop um, needless to say, however, you know, just in the branding itself of your company, people lack that. So, you know, people are not interested or they kind of just grow past your stuff because it's not aligning with, number one, your marketing goals and objectives, which people really don't even consider or um, take into account when starting a business. So I love, I love that you touched on that. Um, so even with that being said, what are like one or two strategies a person can implement to market their business with like a small budget? Because as we both know, a lot of entrepreneurs, that are, that's one thing they love to harp on is like, I don't have the money or, you know, I don't have the finances to support or support my marketing budget. So how can a person market their business with a small budget? Um, with a small budget, I tell people all the time, and this is actually something that I use as well um, to grow my following and just to grow the recognition of my brand. Your story of why you started and why you want to sell that product is free. So past any marketing strategy or marketing ads or anything that's going to cost you, always, always think of what's not going to cost you and what you already have and come with yourself that you could give people for people to know you. Um, so first and foremost, I always say advertise your story. And for the listeners who are probably thinking, well, what the heck is my story? Um, to sum it up, I like to ask people, what are you selling? So always think of what are you selling and not in terms of product. When you go all the way back to who is this brand, what does this brand stand on, I think a lot of small businesses are missing that point because a lot of us are not actually shining light on, you know, a mission statement or, you know, what is your brand's purpose? You know, we see these things in more so bigger companies. Everybody knows McDonald's thing. Everybody knows um, what Bank of America stands on or what their mission statement is. Um, but for your small business, and especially in terms of marketing on social media, Think of your lifestyle and something that I've been telling a lot of people lately that I think is very catchy and easy to kind of understand in terms of marketing. Your way of marketing is your lifestyle of living. So if you know that you're a student, let that be your marketing platform. Let that, you know, if you wake up early, it's the little things about a person that actually gets, a, you know, a mass of people to gravitate towards that brand or that target audience to gravitate towards that person or brand. Um, so definitely try to outline and solidify exactly who you are to your brand, what your brand means to you, and what you want it to mean to other people. And then from there, you stand on that every day. So 
don't think so much product, 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 and how can I market this hair bonnet or how can I market these bundles? Start trying to understand why, you know, a person even needs that or what's even going to make a person come to you alongside from everybody else who's selling the same thing, what's going to draw them to your story or, you know, your business model. Um, Secondly, I say networking, um, engagement. So because Instagram is one of the biggest platforms that a lot of people are using to start businesses and to run businesses and market businesses, don't just be, you know, don't just use the platform for yourself. I think Instagram has become very, Instagram users have become very stingy. Um, They don't like to share certain content. They don't like to engage with certain content. Um, I know a lot of people who have issues with collaborating um, because it's this weird thing of not understanding what's for you is for you. Um, Or it's just this weird, you know, it's it's a weird aura around people feeling like, well, that person should know me. I shouldn't have to be the person to engage with them. So in terms of engagement, um, I know so many people who own businesses, but they've never did a live. I know a lot of people who don't even utilize, you know, things like polls and questionnaires. So like I said, just speaking from my experience and me growing my own engagement um, and marketing because I'm very, I'm very nitpicky about what I invest my money into, um, especially when I feel like I have a, a generic way of doing things. Um, make sure that you are, you know, using every part of the app, not just, posting a picture. So if you want to know your target audience or if you want to know if your customers like something, run a poll. And then from running that poll, too, because a lot of listeners might not know exactly when and how and what's best to do so, um, I always tell people pay attention to how you shop yourself. So if you know that on a Sunday you're more likely to get on Instagram um, first thing in the morning and then maybe late at night, then that's when you need to try to make a post to gravitate towards your audience who you want to network back with you or to pay attention or to engage with your content. And same thing throughout the week. If you know how you get on Instagram, then that lets you know how everybody else gets on Instagram because I like to say that. We all kind of we all kind of get on at the same time, and we all kind of see everybody at the same time throughout the day. So make sure that when you go to marketing, you're thinking of that Monday morning when everybody's sending traffic. So that's not a time for you to be making important announcements because everybody's doing the same thing. People have to work. People got to go places. People don't even want to be up that early on a Monday. So just kind of understanding the algorithm completely. Um, and making sure that you utilize it every day. You, you effectively do it every day. And last but not least, consistency. Um, I think a lot of people are they're, they're very, very into instant gratification. And they feel like if I put my business in the microwave, I should get the success back within 30 seconds of me putting it in there. Your business is not popcorn, okay? It's going, a lot of more stuff got to pop off first before that bag get as big as you wanted it to be. So with that being said, just, like I said, show up every day. Make sure that you are doing everything that you need to do, and I'm a strong believer in it's no way that if you're putting in 100%, you're only going to get back 50 of what you put in. You might get 50 at first. You might get another 50 later, but just make sure that you're showing up every day to do your job as a small business owner or a marketer or a salesperson just in general. Yes, I love it. I love it, girl. Now, I do have one question because a lot of times I know I come across it, and I don't know if you come across the same thing. People feel like what you kind of touched on, that people should automatically already know who they are or because they're uploading their products and services that people should know that 
you know, this is something that they that they need or want. So can you explain to our listeners why, like, marketing is super important? It is very important because I like to tell people also a person doesn't know, everybody doesn't speak your language. And if you are selling hair or if you are selling services or just products in general, just because you, you are showcasing it does not mean a person understands it. And we often buy off of what we understand or what we feel about what our emotions are towards that brand. So if you are not fully marketing and breaking down, um, and even just, I don't even want to say marketing because I feel like just saying marketing is very broad itself. If you are not fully kind of giving a whole marketing strategy and people don't effectively see how you're marketing, then you are literally just another brand that started. People are not going to know you. Um, People are not going to it also takes away from the respect of your business and the reputableness of your business because nowadays everything is perspective. Everything is numbers. Everything is data. Everything is who else is buying this. I need to see who else is who else is supporting this person or this company. So if you're just leaving it at, hey, I posted this, it's not enough for a person. People want to see reviews. It's not enough for them to say, okay, I trust this brand it doesn't seem that trustworthy because it's so many other people and companies who are doing the same thing. I've, I've gotten, and you probably have gotten them too, but the fake hair pages, you know, it's, it's so many of those out there and just as much as every other product that's trying to be sold. Um, so presentation wise, you know, if your page does not look like you have been in business and, and running and standing for a certain period of time. And even if you haven't been in business that long, but the page alone and just the marketing strategies alone don't seem like in alignment with what exactly it is that you're saying you offer, then it it takes away that business credibility. So having a strong marketing outline and just having a strong marketing strategy and then actually being able to see that in a brand, because I feel like we all know a good marketing campaign when we see one and we know a good marketing, um, a good brand that is marketing when we see one, having that is going to definitely raise people awareness to your brand is definitely going to make them feel like you are relatable. There is a sense of credibility behind that brand. Um, and it makes it a lot easier to actually shop with the brand when I feel like I've kind of seen some consistency in what they are doing as opposed to I'm just looking at a page. I don't know who's running this page. I don't know where this stuff is coming from. I don't know any information about this. I just see products. So marketing, like I said, it definitely makes it easier for people to kind of know what they're getting themselves into when they're about to spend their money with you. Yes, I love it. So now that we have talked about the marketing and our listeners have understood the process, why it's important, how to actually market yourself on a low budget, um, especially if you're in the startup phase of your company, now is it? okay for a person or would you suggest a person running one or more drop shipping businesses or would you suggest focusing on one? I think that it is. Um, I think that you could definitely do more than one. I would say that cross-marketing um, does get a little complicated. So if you are not in volume as well, so if the volume is not as high but it's consistent enough to where you are making decent money um, from your store, then I definitely feel like kind of, you know, running two at the same time or three at the same time is not an issue. Um, It all boils down to, like we've been saying, how are you going to market it? What's going to be your idea or your plan for showcasing through different stores 
all on, you know, one page or on three different pages. And I definitely, I, I feel like anything is possible if you put your mind to it, but it will cause you to have to show up in three different brands at three different times in three different ways. And if you are able to do that and you want to sign yourself up for that, I say go for it because why leave money on the table when you're able to pick it up? Um, but if you feel like you're more so prone to, you know, you, you need to focus on that one thing and you don't like being scattered around, I say just focus on that one because drop shipping can be confusing. Um, and eventually, especially running two, one or more, I mean, two or more stores, um, you're looking at sending so many different orders out to all different vendors and all it's, it's a lot of information coming in that you cannot cross um, or get mixed up in anything because then you're looking at a problem that you might not, you know, you can't explain to a customer or you can't necessarily fix for them. So like I said, I think it's possible. Um, I think that people are able to do it because I have definitely done it myself, even in still trying to iron just certain wrinkles out throughout just being a drop shipper. Um, but some people are more, you know, they're, they're more likely to just do one because, like I said, it can be confusing. Um, a lot of people go into multiple stores when they kind of know the ins and outs of it, and they've been doing it for a certain period of time, and they kind of understand what to do and what not to do. Yes, I love it. So um, what programs do you have available for those who are listening who are interested um, in getting started in drop shipping or consultations at that matter? So at the moment, um, I actually have a one-on-one that is available. It's a one-on-one consultation call. Um, it doesn't have to be a call. Some of my ladies who are within the Atlanta area, we do meet within my office. Um, that is pretty much an hour of just getting you started, getting the outline done, getting understanding how we're going to market, understanding what your current business model is or what it needs to be for you get that store up and running. Um, and pretty much, like I said, all the small, tedious things that a person feels like, oh, my gosh, I really want to start something, but it's all these things I'm thinking about, and I just don't know where to get started or how to get started. Um, and that is $100. And then I also have a um, – I'm about to do a conference call that I have not actually announced it, so you guys are the first to hear it. That will be um, the first week of October, and that is actually going to walk you guys through the entire start and finish of a drop shipping store. Um, so we will go through the entire process. Um, we will do a little bit of content, a little bit of branding, a little bit of marketing. Um, we will work on a lot of the known drop shipping platforms, Shopify being one of the ones. Um, and then I also have a workbook that I'll be releasing as well with that webinar class. So if you guys are not interested in sitting um, in probably about a three to four hour webinar, then you guys can definitely just get the workbook and kind of just move at your own pace because I know how it can be sometimes and it can definitely get overwhelming. Um, but that is what I have right now in terms of classes. And then if any of you guys are interested in just learning more about dropshipping and kind of getting a full understanding on what it is before you dive into it. Um, I have some eBooks available, and then I also have a product guide available that a lot of people just kind of bundle together when they purchase, and that pretty much um, gives you access to the vendors that I have drop shipped with my, uh, myself when I was starting out. Um, a lot of them I actually do distribu distribution with, um, and then a lot of them actually do distribution to other stores that people have seen. So just kind of an easy way to get you into the door of products. Uh, without you feeling like you have to find personalized items or custom items or whatever the case may be. So make sure you guys check that out. And if you have any questions, um, it's Lala J Official on Instagram. Feel free to reach out to me, and I will be more than happy to help. 
Yes, girl. I love it. I love it. So, guys, this episode was super amazing. All of Lala's services, how you can connect with her, how you can follow her on Instagram will be available in the um, show notes. And thank you so much again, Lala, for being a powerhouse. This is my girl, and it was super amazing connecting with you today. And for my listeners, remember to subscribe to www.intentionallyposh.com for upcoming episodes. If you know anyone who can benefit from this podcast, please, please pass it along. The more people that you send our way, it helps build our community, and we're able to keep providing you with valuable content and episodes. Also, do not forget to subscribe and leave us a review. We love hearing from you, and it helps grow us as a brand. As always, guys, have a high-vibe, intentional week. Bye. Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.